This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game palais to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. You sign up today, you bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks at sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Head over to the store.sportsgamingpodcast.com and use promo code MADNESS for 10% off orders of 40 dollars or more. All right. Gens, welcome back. It's your boy Martin Kappa with the God of Golf Steve Shermer and very special guest John Hasselbauer, aka PGA Tout on Twitter for the Players Championship Best Bet Show. John Ugly shirt. What's happening, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. I, I thought I might be banned after the the whooping I've been giving you guys in the fantasy league. We're all in. Um, oh, oh. If you guys still extend the invite to me. Yeah, I it mean, was whoop- it was a whooping too. You whoop- you crushed me this week. I am hot as hot can be in that league. I've got Scotty, Homa, Day, and Egan, and they finish like top ten every week. I'm I'm crew. Yeah. I don't even yeah. have to make decisions. Yeah. You're peaking too soon, man. I am peaking, peaking too soon. soon. That's yeah, I, too soon. I, I got some bad news. I think all those players are not playing next week at the Valspar. So uh, <laughs> it's it's gonna. You might have to drop poor Keegan on the waivers or to pick up like Harry Hollow or something like that. Yeah, so. yeah. Please speak of which. I swear you did that shit out of spite, knowing I was behind you and knowing I would. Take you know what's funny? Game. I was so I was I was legit pissed at you that night. Yes, I, I know. That's why I thought I was never going to be invited back here. Um, what's funny is I really wanted Spieth in the second round, and I would have picked him over Homa, and then you took Spieth, so I took Homa. So that that was a happy go. little accident over yeah, there. I get, yeah. <laughs> yep. Cool. There you go. Uh, All right, so it's uh, it's Players Championship Week. Uh, we are going to do the betting show tonight. Go over our betting cards. So uh, you know, I mean, I know personally looking at a lot of these odds. Uh, you know, every time we come to like a you know big tournament major championship preview, there's always a lot of really juicy odds out there. Um, but the you know you, the problem with that though is that Sawgrass is so volatile, and it just seems like you know every other year you kind of get a little bit of shake up with the leaderboard. So you know, putting together your betting card this week, John, did you kind of notice that as well? Or um, did you have a little bit more difficult time, you know, seeing a lot of really appealing stuff, but also knowing the back of your mind that uh, this thing is kind of a car crash every year. And, you know, this might just all go to hell very quickly. Yeah. I hate the weeks such as the players last year, where you just, you had to be like patient and see the weather splits before you bet. And I didn't do that. Um, so I got wiped out from, from the get go. Like I went all in on, I think Colin and Sung Jay, they caught the bad wave yeah. and Bye-bye. they shot 10 over and they were gone. Yeah. Um, and I had a, a short card. So this year I said, you know, at the very least, I'm going to put a long card together. I'm going to fade the three favorites because all three of those favorites have their sort of flaws here. I know Rory's one, but he's had a bunch of miscuts in between those. Rom has, doesn't miss the cut here, but he's never finished top 10. And Scheffler hasn't looked good here. So this is one of those weeks where I don't feel like they're going to be dominant and it's, it's sawgrass. So it's always volatile. So I feel a little better. Like I feel, I feel a little less afraid to not have exposure to the elites. So I built a little bit of a longer card and something that I did this year was just kind of like buy in on the guys who are trending on Sunday at API before the odds adjusted on Monday. Um, so I got a couple, you know, good numbers on, on guys who look like they found some form the in the last round of API. I like it because I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some help because my betting card right now is only three guys and I didn't I didn't know well just for the outrights the rest of my shit is madness. Uh, but the um, 
I don't know. I don't know what to do with the with the top three. I like I'm basically between Scotty and then adding two other losers. Like it's like two guys who are just gonna lose, and it's it's so frustrating. Like I just don't know what to do. I don't want Ramia. I know it was his worst off the tee in his entire fucking career, but I didn't like what he was doing the weekend before with his driver, and he will get fucking absolutely crushed here if it happens again. And I just had money on Rory. Right, and I, I never bet the top of the board ever, and fucking have money on Rory, and he's a choking dog, and so that's what he will do. He will fucking choke like a dog if he's in contention on Sunday. The only time he ever does anything on Sunday is when he's ten strokes back, and he and he wants to make a show of it so he can back to our top five. So that's my Rory spiel. Um, yeah, so I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm like with tournaments like this, and this happened to me two weeks ago too with the last elevated event or last last weekend with the elevated. I look at these odds, and it's everybody is compressed. For the most part, between twenty-five and under. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, it, which loser am I picking? We, we're it, it's we're in a very interesting time with outright betting because we have three just really established guys and then a giant gap. Like you kind of see it. Like I think last week we commented DraftKings were like, "Holy crap!" Like these guys are just so much, you know, like higher than everybody else. And the same thing on the betting board now. You got like right. guys basically low teens and single digits, and then. 20, which is actually kind of refreshing. It's nice. Uh, for a while there, it seems like a lot of guys are kind of bunched under like 25 to one, like like 15 guys are like, all right, what the hell are we going to be yeah, doing bullshit. with this thing? Um, but yeah, like that that's you know kind of the danger this week too, is like there's a lot of really tempting numbers uh, out there uh, knowing that there's just landmines all around. As far as my betting card, I'll, I'll tell you what happened this morning. So I got up and I kind of just you know, start, you know, firing up my apps and everything. I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. I kind of like this. I kind of like this. And uh, then I realized after a while, oh my God, I have like 15 positionals already. <laughs> this is horrible. But you know what? Listen, it's the players championship. I actually like a lot of the guys I put down. I, I didn't uh, do what I did last week of create a, like a non TBC sawgrass type card of guys who just don't do well here, but I just have hopes and dreams that they'll do well. Uh, it, it looks like an actual player championship card. I kind of like it. It might be a little shocking in some areas, but I got a couple guys that I'm kind of going on a limb on a little bit, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. And then, uh, I mean, it looks pretty to start, but uh, we know with Sawgrass, it, it could get wiped out very quickly. It started to get gray this afternoon. And I was like, there's no fucking rain in the forecast. And like, it, it hung around gray for a little bit. And I was like, is it going to fucking rain? Like, is it going to start this shit again? Like, because I don't want what happened last year. Like you said, not only just from a betting perspective, but what a slow of a tournament. Start, stop, start, stop. Fucking weird Monday finish. I was there on Sunday. So I watched. The end of round two and the start of round three on one ticket. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah, man. it's just weird. <laughs> it, I was, it yeah. I'm sorry. Go I ahead. Was, uh, I was on a bachelor party that weekend, and I was supposed to fly home on Monday, and I was just like dead. And I was like the only. I, I had a um, a red eye Monday night. And so what ended up happening was I was like the only one that got the red eye. So I was like alone, hungover in Scottsdale. Oh, um, so I was, oh. like, I was like in a, a random Starbucks and I posted up like hungover writing my preview for the next week and streaming on my phone, the final round of the players. So it was like, it was like not, not the it's worst real. thing for like yeah. a Monday finish. Cause I feel like most people were like at work or something and it was horrible, but I it at least like kept me sane. Um, but it, it's, uh, you never want a tournament to, to end on Monday and so much random shit happened because of the weather. So hopefully no, it, it stays a little more in check. And I could have gone back cause they all, they were like, yo, if you have a ticket, if you had a ticket for Sunday, you just come back on Monday. And I was like, man, do I want to go? And I was like, well, I had, I had Smith and I was like, I can't, I can't fucking watch this shit in person. Like I just, I like, I want to, I need to watch, I need to watch the end when I have money on somebody like on TV so I could see 
<laughs> the people in front of them, how they're fucking me. How, how am I losing this lead? Uh, ends up working out. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. you would have had an aneurysm if you were actually following Cam Smith last year between his oh, duck yeah. hook into the woods yeah. and then hitting it into the water on 18. 18. Like, yeah. We, we would have been hearing <laughs> you just swearing profusely on the telegram. Like the entire last hole would have been just an audio dump, no audio. <laughs> just getting F bombs the whole way. So it's Can't probably a good thing you just watched that. Escorted off a of fucking sawgrass property. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> all right. So uh, why don't we take a quick break? And then uh, why don't we get right into the uh, our outright uh, bets this week? All right. Well, listen, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of this sports game podcast network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, AK WinBets, build your own bet. Match Madness is almost here. Plus, there's plenty of ways to win getting down the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 bucks, get 100 bucks. It is limited to state availability. And of course, our DJs only parlay if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week. $1,000 in free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamepodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamepodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. What did, fucking, what did Jeff text us earlier today? I sound like a fucking giant coke at it, like one and a quarter speed. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Better. All right. Uh, it's out, outright bets. So, uh, so John, you mentioned that you got early on some guys um, right after API. Did you bet on anybody before? Like, I mean, he's odds been out for like a month or so. Do you have any, anything that you've had for a while or did all your bets kind of come like immediately, like, like on Sunday? Yeah, I, because of how crazy the weather was last year, I, I did stay committed to not betting anything more than like a week out. But once it was Sunday, I was like, I, I really had to stop myself from betting the entire card on Sunday, on Sunday but um, but yeah, so everything I placed was, was essentially this week, but a couple on Sunday. Okay, all right. So who's yeah, the who's the first guy in your uh, outright card? The first guy I bet was Egan. Yes, let's go. Because <laughs> he went on that like four straight birdie streak, and he went from like 40th to T10 yep, immediately, and I was like, okay. So I got him at 90, and I think he's like 50 oh, nice. or. 45 yeah, or I something. Got him at, I got him at 55. Yeah. So. Which I think is a, is a fair number. I bet him last year and he was, he was kind of in it. Like he, oh, he, he was needed he to was like birdie 18, I think. And he would, he could have been there, which yeah, is put it, like asking it, a lot. And then no, no, he put it, it in. No, no. It, I, it was my, my worst case scenario. I had my two favorite golfers, but I only had a ticket on one of them. And I couldn't openly root against fucking Keegan Bradley. I was literally in a mental pretzel that entire fucking day. I was texting Steve. Like, I have no idea what to do. I don't know how to feel right now. I can't root against him. Oh, oh God. Yeah, that was, that was hard. And of course, I, I, was like just, the, I was just poking the bear the entire way, too. You know, like, oh, Keegan Birdie, fire emoji, let's go. Just, it's gritting your teeth on the, on the other side there, yeah. I feel like this is where Keegan learned to putt again. Like, after yeah. the players last year, he, like, flipped it, and he was a good putter immediately because he was hitting – pressure putts at the players like this is not what keegan does and you're right back nine he was right. blitzing it he was birdieing everything and then he got to 18 and was like ah that's that's the keegan yeah. in, the, I know. in the drink in the drink was he going into the, the trees the and the then trees, he punched it out of the trees into the water into the water that's right <laughs> yes i remember that so he finished like t six or eight or yeah, something but exactly. he was like literally if he birdied it he would have went to a playoff or something so so I like yep. Keegan here. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm with you. Like I bet Keegan a lot and I'll probably always like him here because he's from Jupiter and just always, he always plays well at this course. Yeah. Okay. Well. Right, oh, so, that's, uh, that's one thing that is driving me nuts is that everybody's on this. He's the only one who hasn't missed a cut in five fucking, in five full 
pounds. I'm like, will everyone stop saying this into the ether? Like, you're you're going to make him miss a fucking cut. Stop talking about a non-miss cut streak. Like, oh, like, yeah. Plus, he talked to somebody this week and like in person, and I'm like, did the bad juju rub off on him just for being around him? Oh God, yeah, I'm pretty stressed out. <laughs> All right, so he he's been as mushed as 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 a player can get mushed this week, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think he's like the third most tipped right now too on uh according That's to like that, that golf tipping uh uh handle. He does a good he does a good job compiling that shit. That is pretty know. good. Yeah, yeah, shout out yeah. to him. So. All right, uh, who else is on your betting card? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm going in order of when I played it, which is a really confusing way to do. <laughs> yeah, this. So, we don't care. <laughs> I'm going to go, um, I'll start at the top. I, I get, do you want me to go through my entire card and then, and then you guys go or. Yeah, or, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just, but yeah, but the order you place them in, I think is actually more interesting. So go yeah, through the order if, you place them in. If, if we share where the outright so I like, like, you know, add a comment or two, but yeah, yeah, just go through your entire card and then we'll fill in some gaps. Yeah, so I'm on Keegan at 55 as well for all the reasons you said. Plus listen, when you bet Keegan a lot, you're just going to bet him. Like it's just. Yeah. Cousin Bush texted me. He's like, we need to make a promise. You got to stop betting Keegan this year. I was like, I mean, I could tell you that, but I'm not going <laughs> to stop betting Keegan. <laughs> yeah. He's still also at a, at a price range where it's like, all right, I'm not giving up the, I'm not making any yeah. like compromises on my card. Yep. Um, yeah, exactly. So Jason day, I bet on Sunday, um, that was like the tournament just finished. And I looked at the odds. And I saw a 50 on them. Yep. Um, so like I knew that was going to go down. You don't have four straight top yep. tens and, a past champion and, and great history of the players and not have that dip in, in tournament week. So yeah. happy with the 50 there. And then Tom Kim was the other one. He had a, he did, I wouldn't even say like his odds, like super dipped after Sunday, he played okay on Sunday. So I got a 50 on him as well. So yeah. day 50, Tom Kim 50 and, and Keegan 90 were my first three. Bets. That's a great. That's a good stat. Good. What's good what's CLV. What, yeah, yeah, which doesn't matter, you nerds, unless the fucking ticket hits. Um, the um, because what's day now? Day's at like twenty eight, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got like the same price as like Hovland and stuff. So stupid. <laughs> yeah, it? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I is he cursed? I don't know. No, no, he's safe. Who? who? No, he's safe. Okay. Um, oh. Homa is not on my card for for certain. Oh, that's the, okay. For certain reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um. I had it mixed up up in my brain. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm on Morikawa too. That's like the shortest guy on my card. Um, I got a 30 on him. That wasn't available for most people, but I I think he was hanging at 28 um, for most of, most of the week. And now he's probably down to 25 is what you can get him at. I would still play him at 25, Um, but just one of those guys who like the results haven't been there yet. He had a terrible draw last year. Um, I guess debutante the year before that. So the, the results haven't been there yet, but it would make sense on the die course positional uh, he's one in Florida. Um, you, anybody who's written up this week can say like a bunch of great things about Colin. You want to be a good approach player here. So uh, I'm not really concerned about the the miscut last week. I'm actually glad he did it because now we get a better number of the players and I was going to play him regardless. So happy to have that. And then Lowry, I bet at 55. Um, I, that was, that was a number bet. Like I, he yeah. rated out well in the model too, but like, do I see Shane Lowry winning the players? I hope so now. I mean, <laughs> is, is he, he going to chip into the water like he did at Harbor Town? There's like a lot of water to worry about here. Yes, and he's there found, is. He really finds ways to not win tournaments, but at the same time, yep, he certainly does. He is a major champion and he's the only guy with, with back-to-back top twenties at this event. So, and he got the ACE here last year. So he's, he's so, probably feeling so confident is, going into that, that Island. It was awesome. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I bet. Yeah, he was pumped about it. Like, not enough emotion on the PGA Tour from guys who get their aces. Like, well, that's because all these all these guys are named Chad. And what's the new guy's name? <laughs> fucking P- Peabody. What's the new with the twin brother and fucking Pearson Cootie? There you go, P- Pearson Cootie. Like these guys are all the same person. <laughs> Their dad works in tech, finance, or oil, and they grow up in the country club. All oh, the same exact swing, same exact bland personality, and it's. <laughs> It's like, yeah, there's definitely not enough emotion. It's like the old people who get mad at like the young Dominican guys chucking bats in baseball. Like, yeah, they're having fun. It's called fun. Like, it's it's allowed to be had. I know. I hope to see more aces this week. Uh, that's that's what we're we're signing up for. So I don't really bet Shane Lowry that much, but good short game plays well in in difficult conditions. Won won a major, so we'll we'll try our luck there. And then Sahith, I got an eighty five. Um, okay. This is you're speaking my language now. This buddy. is a heart bet because uh, I would just be so happy if he won. But like, you look at where Sahith has played his best, and it's all these like different pieces of what Sawgrass is. It's obviously waste management. Is that like TPC risk reward trouble everywhere? Um, not known to be a good driver, but seems to drive it well there because he can hit that like driving iron instead of taking driver out. Um, so I like that, um, or some classic, he had a runner up. That's more of your like Bermuda sort of yeah, Bermuda and exposed to wind would be like the best comp I can give to Sawgrass. Yeah. Definitely not yeah. as difficult as this is. Um, and what, 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 what am I blanking on? This guy finish South wind. Yep. Like South wind there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 South wind. I look at all the same stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> South wind <laughs> is a pretty good comp here as well. And it's sort of that, like the playoffs have that sort of atmosphere to it. That's going to be similar um, to what we see here. So he, Oh, Oh no, I was thinking of actually river Highlands. Uh, yes, it's the so die design that he's played well on. So yep. that there he had a runner up. So he's kind of like circling the drain on, on what you need to do at Sawgrass didn't play well last year. I'm throwing away anybody who didn't play last year. Well, because of the weather. So yep. long number, I, I love Sahith. would love to see him get it done here. I, I get a little nervous about the nervy. T shots that he's going to have to have on a Sunday if he's in the mix, but like a, like a, like a Mito, like a Mito swing <laughs> on 18. If he has the fucking, if he has the lead, yeah. <laughs> what the yeah, hell he, was that? He's attached at the hip with Mito too. Cause he was in the same uh, full swing episode as him. So maybe he's, maybe well, he that's, got, that's, that's not good juju either. So, good, that, yeah. Yeah, be full circle, but, so the only other thing about Sahitho is actually dating. I'll put out an article about uh, how, when guys miss really big, where do they miss? And uh, Sahith misses big, right and if you're gonna miss anywhere at Sagas, actually it's missing right that's okay so you know what there's a lot of waters on the left so as long as he just bails out like 30 miles on the right he can still make par everything's okay so that's that's what i tell myself as i go to sleep at night with uh some stuff on Sahith on my betting card uh which actually is probably gonna be a piece of content i put out tomorrow so uh spoiler alert uh stay tuned for that so but i i i really like Sahith this week i i um we talked about him last night his dfs ownership doesn't seem like it's a whole uh, all that high because anybody who does a model, like there's so much like, and you know, this is a Sahith lover, like so much bad crap is in like his last 50 <laughs> rounds. Like when he's bad, he's really bad, but man, like he's been playing so good with Tory Pines. He played great. Riviera's been playing great. All those courses you mentioned with a lot of penalty areas where you don't think the Sahith would be very good. He's been really good. So I, 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 I like taking a stab uh, at what, like 85 to one. You got him at. Yeah, I think he's still, you can get like a 75 or an 80 on him today. Yeah. So that, yeah. that would be something if he's, because he's electric. And I think the crowd would be all behind him if if he was uh, in contention coming down on Sunday. All right. Yeah. I'm writing it down. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Definitely. Definitely have to be built for the moment here. You see a lot of like veterans that tend to just mm-hmm. like random veterans, but guys who've like seen some shit end yeah. up at the top of the board. And the, and that's why the debutants probably haven't been as, as great here, but he's yeah. kind of like stepped up every time he's been he in like just, a high he, pressure moment. He just missed that putt against Xander. And I know Xander ended up birdieing, right? Whatever. So it was a moot point. But man, he almost hit that fucking putt and like, yeah. 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 Um, okay, I still have a couple more on the. On the Jesus Christ! How many guys? Keep going. Keep it going. They're all they're all long shots because uh, yeah. I started my card at thirty, but um, Hoagie and Power both at one fifty. Okay. Um, oh, power both just like power was so bad over the weekend, so bad. He doesn't. Yeah. He never plays well at Bay Hill though. Ugh. Power's weird because his approach numbers are awful. But he his best num his best performances are at like the non shot length courses. So maybe there's something yeah. that we're missing there. Like obviously he won Bermuda. He played well at Mycoba the week after that. Something about like coastal windy courses that remind him of his Irish motherland. Maybe um, I don't know. I, I lot, like shit. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot colder back in the motherland than it is down in Bermuda and Florida. Yeah, I or saw maybe some hoodies. Some sort of like, or maybe has some sort of like electromagnetic magnet like. Uh, allergy or something because he, you know they shoot with the lasers with the shot link right so maybe oh, just is better after that, that. yeah listen, I, I mean there's hoodies out there at sawgrass i've seen them oh dude listen i go listen the, what the, when, it, when they switched the match the first year they switched the match i was freezing my balls off out there it was like drizzly rain too i was like this is fucking awful like i was like why did we switch this but it actually works out because it used to be on sunday on mother's day so there was right. never a shot for me to go on Sunday ever. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, not with four kids. I'm not going, hey, babe, happy Mother's Day. I'm going to TPC all day. Never happening. Never. So <laughs> the move helped me personally. Good. Yeah, no, I remember um, I was watching the highlights of Ricky's win, and it was like pink everywhere. Like they made the trees mm-hmm. pink, and everyone was wearing pink. Um, that was one of the last years I think it was on, on Mother's Day before they moved it. There you go. All right. Um, Who else you got? Last one. Okay. Matt Kuchar, 340 to one. <laughs> yeah, everyone ever cares. It's a lottery ticket. Now that's a dude. Yes. If he makes an ace, hates it because then he's got to buy for everybody at the bar afterwards. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But biggest purse of the year, you know, his, his ears that's are perking true. up there. That he's he's going to come to play. And he might get 10 grand. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> How how charitable? A Matt Kuchar take uh, ten grand off the four point five million he'd uh, he'd win there. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> exactly. <laughs> All right, all right, Capper. Uh, did uh, John sway on anything there to fill in some of the gaps on your uh, on your betting card? So I, I'm thinking about the Gala because that's a guy like I like to root for, and at this point, like I don't know, like, I can't get good numbers. I can't go back to Morikawa. I was with him. I was on him last week. I just can't. Like, there's something about it. I just can't do it. There's something. Something's been off with him, and I can't quite place it because he he had like three top tens before a random miscut, and then well, not, did he miss another cut too, or was it just a shitty? He finish? missed a cut at Phoenix, at Phoenix, and then he missed the cut last week, and it's like yeah, so he's gone. I don't good know. Finish, bad finish, good finish, bad finish. We had two good finishes prior to that, didn't he? He had like three uh, top. He had like three top tens before his cut. Yeah, he. I mean, he almost won Kapalua. He did very well yeah. at Tory. Farmers missed the cut at Phoenix. Yeah. Did very well at Riv, and then missed the cut last week. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just can't get there. Like, I just can't do it. I, I bet on too many bad putters. 
Like I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't fill my life with stressful four foot putts. Like there's only so many people I can watch over a weekend before my heart's just gonna be like, listen, man, we're done. Like we're done. We're done watching this. Like you gotta, you gotta bet on somebody who can actually make a putt. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds so like nope. someone who's been on the Keegan wagon for too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Corey Connors before that. Like, all, yeah, yeah. All, all the, all the, all the fucking bad putters, all of them. Mm-hmm. All right. All right so, who, who else you got? Because I, I have a feeling I know who. All you right. Got. So you want to go through who I got right now? Yeah. Okay. I need to. All I need right. To the rest of my fucking cut. All right. I I trade. I stay true to kind of what I've been betting over the last like eight ten months or so. I did not get very creative with my card. I kind of stayed within a certain range. I if I miss out on a long shot, I miss out on a long shot. It is what it is. So uh, I found some good numbers on some guys I like though. So I started my card also at thirty. Uh, it's actually two guys at thirty and two and three guys at forty. So, and that's the card. So, all right. So Victor Hovland, 30 to one. Listen, that was a very tough scene. What happened uh, on Sunday at API between uh, just couldn't get anything going in the, on the front nine ends up getting a plug uh, lie in the bunker ends up heading, you know, next to the lip takes a double there. hits a really, really stinky iron shot into 16, just with, you know, under the gun there, not a good look, but Listen, I mean, like that's two years in a row that he blew Bay Hill, and then he came back last year uh, at the players. And you know, if he if a, if a couple of putts just drop for him on the back nine, you know, maybe it's not Cam Smith that wins, maybe it's Hovland, but maybe he can do it again. I I think that uh, um, this tournament might resemble a little bit like t- 2000, uh, 2021, where you know, Capper, you've been kind of saying that you think that the greens are going to be pretty firm uh, at mm-hmm. TBC Sawgrass this week. Um, you know, they got some rain last weekend. They got some wind tomorrow to dry it out. Maybe a little bit of rain on Friday, Saturday night, but you know, some, a little bit of wind and sunshine. Saturday. It was hot. It was, it, again. it was hot as shit yesterday. It was almost. Yeah. So, so what happened in that tournament was how you like ball striking really mattered a lot more in that tournament than in 2019, 2022. And just, I mean, Hovland's ball striking right now just is awesome. He hit the irons great last week. Uh, the off the tee has been really good. He drives it really well here too. And some of the recent changes they made at Sawgrass, I want a guy that really does well off the tee here just because it is so weird and quirky and he drives it really great here. So Hovland 30 to one, uh, Zalator's 40 to one as well. You know, kind of similar things about Hovland that I like about Zalator's is, you know, great ball striker. Uh, I'm not really all concerned what happened last week. He still hit the ball fine. His problems were kind of around the green and on the, um, and putting as well. But he's shown flashes. I mean, his iron play was really good at Riviera. He was only three back uh, heading into the final round last year and kind of faded on Sunday. So I know he can at least get in the mix. He's won a TBC South win. So I know that if he can win at that type of track, which I don't think there's much difference between South win and this place, uh, he can definitely do it here. So 40 to one actually on him. I thought that was a good price. Uh, I, I I took the the bait with Terrell Hatton at 41. It's a little bit of FOMO because I know Capri, you're all over him this week. And I, and I love Hatton. Um, he hit the ball really good on Sunday. Just couldn't get a putt to drop. I'm a little concerned about how the last three players championships, it seems like a guy just gets mega hot on Sunday and just runs guys down. I mean, Rory did it. Uh, JT did it. And then Cam Smith did it. I'm not really too sure if Hatton is that type of guy, or maybe he's the type of guy that could actually hold someone off in that situation. But Considering how well he's been driving the ball in his irons, uh, the putting has been overall pretty good, Dude, he, except for he what gained happened like, on Sunday. He, yeah, he gained like four strokes in a single round on Saturday. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Like, Yeah, and, and it is regressed. But, I mean, I, I just like how he plays here. Um, well, I mean, his 
his form before last year wasn't very good, but he had that 13th place finish, which is misleading because he went for the green on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you know, a really aggressive shot fell down the lead board. It, it would, it was a much better showing what it was in 41 on him. He was going for the win. Yeah. So I took Haddon. Uh, this is a kind of a close your eyes pick. Um, mm. Speed 40 to one. So obviously you got a little bit of concern with the back injury. Uh, I mean, we don't really know exactly where he's at with that, but I know he's had a lot of problems off the tee sometimes. I mean, Cam Smith lost strokes off the tee and only hit 50% of his fairways and still ended up winning because he's got those magic beans. He just gets up and down from everywhere. Kind of like what Jordan sure. Speed did at Bay Hill last year. Uh, you know, he's got some problems with the putter too, but Jordan, Justin Thomas lost strokes putting and still won. So I know that there's actually two scenarios that, I mean, if he's weak in one of those areas, he can do it. I mean, he's won it. TBC River Highlands. He's won at Harbor town. He's won these potter golf courses. Uh, and he's just in really good form. And I know he's been really bad at sawgrass, but he does have a fourth place finish there. He actually has historically driven the ball pretty well at sawgrass as well. So I, I can just, I, I mentioned a guy that can kind of just get hot on Sunday and run and just, you know, get the crowd behind him and start making some magic. And that's a guy like Jordan Spieth at 40 to one. So, so, so let me ask you something. Cause he's one of the guys who I'm like, who I was debating against. Right. So he, he has his, like he has his magic beans where he can get up and down fucking from wherever. Yeah. In my brain, the problem is around the green here is water. So if you fuck up and you miss, it's a penalty. You're not going to have the ability to get up and down for pa or, or birdie on a path five. It's like, all right, I'm getting up and down for bogey now. Does that make sense? Is that maybe why he doesn't finish it so well here? Well, I mean, it's only eight of 18 greens have water. Um, God. So, I mean, the biggest, just, I mean, just eight. That's all. I mean, I mean it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a part, it's 16, 17, 18. Yep. And then I, I still, I, I still think he'll be okay. I mean, that's okay. a good point you make. But his it, it was a question. Play. It wasn't a point. It was a legitimate question. Like, I mean, overall, his iron play has been pretty good uh, over the last year or so. So yeah. I, I'm I'm fine with him in that area. So and then I had one more spot in my card, and I kind of got talked. I talked myself into it last night, uh, and the number kind of drifted today. And I was like, all right, you know what? I was going to take it. Xander thirty to one. Uh, obviously, okay. three straight missed cuts on paper, not great, but I think it's a little misleading. I mean, he does have that second place finish way back in 2018. Last year, he was four under before everything paused. And then he had to go straight to 17 with that 40 mile per hour wind immediately puts it in the drink and then makes an eight on 18. And then that's the tournament for him in the COVID year. He was two under after the first round, hit the ball really good. Um, So listen, I I, I think it's been a little bit of a product of bad luck for him. Uh, I think maybe he's had a little bit better showings than what he has, you know, um, on paper here, you know, he played pretty good for two rounds at Bay Hill and then kind of faded, but you know, overall this year, he's been pretty good. Uh, he's got that fourth place finish at the stadium course, PGA West. That's a watered down version of sawgrass. You have TBC yeah. river highlands. He's been really good at, um, you know, I, I know that if the wind does get up, I know that got him last week, but he's, he won the Scottish open. That was windy. Uh, TBC river highlands. I find around it was windy. He showed a lot of toughness there. So at 30 to one for Xander, considering I think he's been better at Sawgrass than what he's actually shown. That's another guy too, that I think they can kind of get hot on Sunday, run down the leaders and just like steal this thing. So uh, yeah. those are my five outrights. He was, he was, he was in position to fucking do it. And for whatever reason, he drank everything within five feet. If it was five feet, two inches, five feet, mm-hmm. seven inches, he was fucking missing the putts. And listen, as I was happy about it at the time, but at the same point, like, like, what is he doing? How is he fucking this up? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, well, right, so. one other comment about Xander, by the way. Uh, so our producer actually mushed Xander after 36 holes. So, you know, I'm just going to blame him and then go right back to Xander this week. 
Yeah, agreed. agreed. I will There's say no, with like the course history stuff, for me, as long as you've had any positive result here, like a top 10, agreed. Yeah. I, I can look past all the miscuts because like you said, you can get a bad draw. You can have yeah. one water hole that blows you up and you and you miscut despite playing well. So he had that runner up like four years ago or whatever. I, I, I'm good with, you know, buying low off of the consecutive miscuts for him. Yeah, there all we right. go. All right, so I'll give you what I have down already, and we've talked about all of them already, and then I'm going to leave it up to you two assholes uh, so I can blame you when they don't go right uh, for which way I want it to go. Uh, so I got Hatton at 47 um, for every – yeah, <laughs> the um, 47 to wow. 1. It's like okay. 46.75. It's that weird book. Um, <laughs> so that, that's, that's a number available to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Listen, I'd, I'd get it at 40. I don't care. I think Hatton's going to play well here, like you said. Like a like, look, he, the 13th isn't representative of what he did. He had an aggressive play. He ended up in the drink, and he fell down on leaderboard. Um, his game should fit here. I, like you, wonder uh, if he can blitz on, on a Sunday. Uh, that was a good point. Like, I didn't think about it until you just said it like that. He might be able to. He can do it on a Saturday, but can he do it on a Sunday? You watch more Euro shit than I do, so I have no idea. Um, but, yeah, yeah listen, I, I love his attitude. If, if it gets windy, he can get it done. Um, he likes putting here, so – I don't know. He, has, he hasn't insulted this course yet either, so that's good. <laughs> there you so go. That's, that is a plus. That's a plus. Yeah. Um, I'm on that, Keegan, 55 to 1. I don't need to explain. Um, and uh, I, got, I got Willie Z at 35 to 1. Not only all the things you said, Steve, you forgot to mention that there were outside forces that were compelling him not to do well that's last true. weekend. Good point. So, I would, you know what somebody should do? I'm gonna have I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Paulie do it. Let's see what the flop lag is on the curse the week after. What's the bounce back rate? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have somebody get on that. I want to see what that is. Um so so I guess my my choices are I can add I can just be a pussy and bet Scotty 10 to 1 because I'm a coward. Hold on, do you um, so you really want to bet Scotty after some of the stuff I said last night about him? Yeah, I just trust him more than than Rom right now. I just do. Okay. I think my Scotty take is it feels like he's repeating 2022, where yeah. like he was like kind of slow out the gates and then waste management took off wins, took starts off. to really like get yeah. in form, plays API basically the same way twice. So I'm like, I think I'm, I'm going to go back to him where he played well last year and I'm not going to go back to him where he didn't, but last year was also like super weather impacted. Right. So. Exactly. So you kind of throw last year out. And if you, and he, I mean, if he did, if he had made any putts, he lost a stroke putting last week. Like he would have ran away with that. If he had lost half a stroke to the field, he would have ran away with that. Putt. Mm-hmm. So and it's just, it's just, a, I'm just so frustrated with the state of the fucking favorites winning all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, and I just don't like. I don't know. Roy did whatever last week, and I don't know. I just don't. His comments today with his it's just a personality thing. The fact that I had money on him last week was a fucking anomaly. Um, so yeah, no, I'm not going to do Roy. So it's either that, or I can I can still get a 35 on Spieth, and I can get a 27 on Vic, and then I guess I can sprinkle a little Thigala since I can get, I can get, I can still get him at 82. Hey, an even number. Yes. <laughs> um, so do I, so I, I, I got steamed up from do I be a four? Do I do a pussy? Am I, am I a pussy or do I just go ahead and take the guys who aren't going to win the tournament? 
I I mean, my personal philosophy is like the more guys on your card, the better at the players because okay. it's one it's one bad shot and you're out of it. Yeah, I agree. What about you? Um, I think you just go, with, go with your gut. No, <laughs> you have to answer. He doesn't want he doesn't want the text. He doesn't want the angry text. You're gonna get the text anyway. I I I, I, I think you should just bet Scotty. Fuck, get it thanks. over with. All right. Thanks for clarifying, boys. My final card will be up tomorrow now. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, why don't we take another quick break? And then why don't we uh, get to some other props like matchups and uh, positionals that we have in our card? Yeah, works. Listen, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for offseason NFL best ball drafts. They also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including the NBA, NHL, PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay. All right. Let's also talk about Piper golf ball. So, I mean, you're in Rochester. I'm in Rochester, New York right now. We got a little bit of snow. It's finally starting to melt. So I go to the store and I'm like, all right, I got to get ready for golf season. So obviously I want to gravitate towards, uh, you know, some of the premium balls like the pro B ones, the Taylor Mates. Well, why do that? You know, I'm, I'm not good enough to ma- actually maximize the benefit of using a premium ball like that. I'm not good enough. So why do that? Waste a bunch of money where I can actually pick up a golf ball that is just as good, you know, as a Pro B1 or one of the premium balls. And that's Piper Golf Balls. You know, it, they got a lot of really great golf balls that matches your handicap to uh, your game based on everything you need. But, you know, it, including their premium ball, uh, which is their gold line of balls. That's the Pro B1 equ- equivalent. It's a four-piece ball uh, with your thing cover. It's got a high ball flight, soft feel. It gives you a lot of extra spin around the green too. And that's really important to really lower your scores is, you know, I can go to the driving range and hit, hit driver and irons all day long, but if I'm not practicing my short game uh, and I don't have a ball, that's really going to help me there. You know, I'm not really going to lower my scores, uh, you know, overall. So, uh, you know, go to piper.golf slash GGP and you'll get 10% off your first order using promo code GGP. You can opt to subscribe and receive scheduled shipments of golf balls at a 50% discount. And you get free shipping on any orders over 50 bucks. So go to piper.golf slash GGP and improve your game today. Like it, and I can attest. I was worried about that spin rate with the gold ones because, you know, whatever. But I played yesterday, and I was not spraying it anywhere. I was fucking big. All the guys were like, "You're piping it." I'm like, "Yep, let's go." There you go. Makes for nice, nice puns on the golf course. There was extra uh, distance boosters, so (laughs) yeah, they're working. So, all right, uh, why don't we go to positionals? Um, So we're we're running a little long. So, John, uh, why don't you start at the top there? Like, do you got any top tens and twenties on your betting card this week? Yeah, I, I haven't finished my my placement card yet. I, I have a, a tough time with the players because of like the eject rate. Like usually the way I structure props is like I do one even money. That's like my conviction bet. And it's usually one of like the top three favorites to top 20, something like that. And I don't feel very good about that with any of the favorites or really anybody in the top 10. I, I would say Justin Thomas kind of feels like the guy who's supposed to top 20 here. So that was my first thought. And then Jason day sort of has like the combination of like, can't finish outside the top 10 in the last couple months and has the most consistent history as a veteran of anybody else in that sort of range. So kind of leaning towards those two guys for top 20, Jason day is going to be my one and done pick for like sort of that like floor that I kind of see with him the way his form is right now. Um, And then Justin Suh is probably my guy at like the bottom of the board that I like for a placement. And then we get on him. Uh, you get five to one on okay. a top 20. I think that's pretty solid. I would try to sell you on two other guys with a little deeper odds. Okay. Okay. I can, I mean, I haven't placed 
basically anything. I just had like a note as I was going through the board, like, let's see where Justin Sosa's yeah. odds are at the end of this. Um, but yeah, he's, he's someone who like, um, watching the Honda I, is like when he like came out as like, Oh, this guy's like a player. Right. Obviously he's been like this, like touted phenom in the Morikawa and, and Hovland class. And we're kind of waiting for this to happen. Um, and that should have happened on like California where he's like, a star. Um, so it was a little random that it happened in Florida, but he's looked really good on the Florida swing. Um, and the ball striking has been super consistent. He's number one, good drives gain and like number five greens regulation. So that just tells me he's like really conservative, like just aims away from trouble aims yeah. at the middle of the greens. Um, so I like that for, for a top 20, it is his debut. So it's going to be hard for him to win. But, um, if Doug Gim can do as well as he has it in the first two years, Fuck yeah. um, I'll take, I'll take a chance on Justin Seth. I like yeah, it. It's, I, the, it's the bath salts in Florida that help everybody, by the way. It's the bath salts. Okay. You, yeah, you would know. Yeah, I, I actually, I like Justin Sutton a lot this way. I actually got, I got him for a top 40, though, at plus 175. I'm a little more concerned about that. But I, for the same points you looked at, um, yeah, I was concerned coming into the, you know, when he came back to the PGA Tour, or, well, got his card. I'm like, this guy really for real? Uh, but he's really turned around lately. Uh, really good finishes at Honda. Good performance last week at Bayhill. The ball striking has been really good. Pretty good from 125 to 200. Those like you know short mid iron ranges. Um, you know, I I I I think that's a good combination for this week. Uh, so he's also on my card. So nicely okay. done. All right, like Capper, what about you? We had a top tens and twenties. All right, so I, I I'm kind of like you, John. When I do my placements. I used to never do placements and Steve uh, decided to force me to start doing them. And now I do them more than I should. Um, Cause you know, it's me. Uh, so I'm the same way. I was like, man, I'm looking at these numbers. I don't want anything with a fucking minus this week. And some weeks I'll do like a minus minus one thirty, minus one twenty for something. That I feel pretty secure on a top 20. No shot. I'm just doing that this week. Um, so I took Vic at plus plus one forty for a top uh, for a top 20. Um, for all the reasons we Steve talked about with Vic, like he should do well here. The irons are super sharp. Uh, hopefully the around the green doesn't matter and he doesn't actually get in the fucking water and he can just putt. I know I saw him out here when it was cold. He was in Rom's group. It was the most ridiculous looking fucking outfit I've ever seen on a golf course. It was like, he looked like a penguin. Like he had a big jacket on and like weird mittens that I'd never fucking seen. And I was like, aren't you from Norway? It's only like fucking 55 degrees, man. Or like, it was like it was probably 45 at that point. But I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, but whatever. I like Vic this week. And yeah, so plus 140 on that. Hatton plus 160. Keegan, two to one. And my two long shots, Johnny Vegas, baby. Johnny Vegas at plus 550. That's five to one. He's got a decent course history here. He's coming off an injury. He looked good at the API. Um, T21. I mean, he hasn't missed a cut. I mean, he hasn't. Missed a cut since he's cut. Well, I guess Amex he did, but that was his first stop back. And he hasn't missed a cut since then. 25, 23, 56, 21. If you're giving me, you know, five and a half to one with a course that he feels nice and comfy in, yes. Yes, please. Five and a half to one. Give me some Johnny Vegas. I can avoid him in DFS as the chalk. I'll just take him as a top 20 um, bet. And then maybe I'll just let you speak to your boy because uh, you can get Ben Griffin, Steve, at seven to one top 20. Okay. Uh, I actually did not have Ben Griffin in my card this week. Really? Should that I, trouble me? <laughs> because he, you're the he, Ben Griffin guy. So his iron play hasn't been all that good lately. Uh, he has trouble sometimes finding fairways as well. So I didn't love that combo. But everything else about it, I mean, listen, that's all he's been kind of doing, just top 40 over and over. Maybe the, yeah. maybe the fact he's got a lot of attention on him, and I kind of saw a little bit of red flags. I'm like, maybe I should eject. You know, yeah, right I mean, look, we'll see. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, whatever, dude. It's fucking seven to one. For, yeah, that's true. For a top 20, he just he just top 15 at the API. He looked bad on approach, lost four and a half, which will kill you here. But, you know, T21 at Honda, he was even across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, gained a little bit T to green, gained a little bit uh, off the tee, gained a little bit putting. You know, nothing on approach and nothing on around the green. So, yeah, man, especially with, like, the eject rate uh, that can happen here. A seven to one on a guy who's coming in in good form, right, which I feel like is very important for this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, seven to one. Yeah, man, for a top 20, for a decent golfer, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I, I'm with you. I'm, I share a couple of you guys. I, I also got on the Justin Thomas top 20 plus 115 uh, for all the reasons that John said, which is, you know, uh, I, and it also, I think factoring into this, I bet him at 30 to one last week and I will come on Sunday morning thinking that Justin Thomas is actually going to finally hit a fucking putt, uh, on Sunday. And, uh, no, he not only couldn't hit putts, he couldn't hit his irons and just blew down the leaderboard. So, uh, but I feel like maybe I shouldn't get off at this point. He has been really good here. Really good in Florida. Really good. At these plotter positional golf courses. Uh, the iron game was fine last week for the most part, except for Sunday. I figure getting plus money on Justin Thomas top 20 is a pretty good bet. I, I also got the Victor Hoblin top 20 plus 140 for all the reasons you said. I mean, I bet him outright. I like him there. Uh, I also bet uh, Zal Torres top 20 plus 150. I think he's going to have another good showing. So, uh, and then uh, I actually took Haddon at top 30 and dipped down a little bit. I got plus 110 on him. Uh, just, yeah. yeah I, 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 I t- I'd take that too, though. Extra 10 places and um, just shaving 50 bucks off. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Like, I mean, difference between like plus 150 and plus 110, I'd rather just get the 10 places at that point. So, uh, some other guys on my card, I actually kind of like Ron this week. I've talked a lot about him uh, this week. I, I talked about him the previous show and, and, and the DFS show last night. I'm not all that concerned about what happened last week. Obviously, off the tee, it was a mess. I think he can actually make some adjustments to come to Sawgrass where this isn't a driver-heavy golf course. There are some holes where he can club back. And I, what I really like about Rom right now, and maybe this is the difference between why he's only had like a 12-play finish. I think he finished like T9 in uh, 2021 and really, truly contending is I like the fact that he hits this. uh feels like he's got this stock uh, draw off the tee with like a long iron or a three-wood. I think that really plays well on the holes. You got to hit it right to left with a tee shot. Obviously, if the driver is working, you know, you can hit that fade. There's, you know, the fact now he is capable of hitting it both ways, you know, either clubbing down or with the driver. Obviously, he hits a nice little clean draw into a lot of these greens. He also faded to the fact that he hits it both ways. I really like that. I think he's going to bounce back this week um, and and have a really good finish. So top 10 on him, plus 125, considering what he's been oh, doing. Yeah, plus, plus money on a ROM top 20. Right. I I, yeah, I, I, I I like that. So you don't even have, when you can get a plus money on the guy who's eight to one uh, to win the fucking tournament, like there's yeah. no need to explain anything. Be like, I got a I mean, plus 125 for a top 20. That's it. Yeah. And he he's, he's always driven the ball really well here too. And I, 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 I like seeing that. So uh, top 10 on him plus 125. Uh, the other top 20 I had Matthew Fitzpatrick top 20 plus 180. Feels like maybe he's over the neck injury. Uh, hit, you know, had two really good rounds of his irons last week. Two kind, one really bad round, one kind of meh, meh round. But overall, I thought he played pretty well. Coming to you know, uh, TBC Sawgrass, where he's had some success here, success in other Florida tracks, success at other you know plotter positional golf courses. I think getting plus one eighty and top twenty for a guy that seems like he's coming in for maybe rounding into shape. 
Um, I like him there. So, uh, what about what about what about strokes gain negative thirteen personality? Do you not factor oh, that? Oh come in? on, you know? man! <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry that episode triggered you. Okay, and tri- it did trigger me. Yeah, listen, I think it triggered everybody who watched it. I mean, you got triggered with the U.S. Open thing. I got triggered by the Tour Championship with Scotty blowing a six shot lead after Rory fucking triples the opening hole. Forgot about that little convenient fact. Uh, yep. Yeah. Like we got triggered at the PJ National too because we had Willie Z tickets. That was fun. Like that. That no. No. What the hell is the show called? Swing up. What the hell is it called? Full well, sway. Oh God. Like they could have came up with a better name. I could never remember it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I it was, obviously it was just, it goes was without saying was triggered by the Mito episode. Like just dagger. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Can I just say too? Stabby stabs. <laughs> I watched the first episode on the Super Bowl night because they had that little promote. The yeah. Little. Ad. I was like, hey, watch a sneak preview. So I watched it and I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. That was the PGA Championship episode. They just had that one little cliff of Mito. No. Like, that's okay. I thought that was going to be way worse. And then there's an entire episode on Mito. Yep. Yep. All right. God, yep. let's, just, let's just gut you right at episode seven, buddy. <laughs> oh, so we got through the whole season and then nope. Nope. Yep. Pull the got rug you. out from under me. Nope. Oh, uh, God, that drive. Oh, no. <laughs> John, do you have any top 30s and 40s or am I the only guy that has access to that stuff? So I, I like the top 40 market this week. Like I would say, like I look for an even odds bet and I, I feel better about some of these like mid tier guys in T40 than I do about the top tier guys at T20. So I was just looking through that cause I hadn't had a chance to really dive into it too closely. I think Chris Kirk might be my favorite, like plus odds top 40 bet. Just he's looked okay. great. So consistent. Like every time you watch him hit a ball, like it looks like it could only go straight. Um, and he, he's, you know, he's a Bermuda guy he's from what georgia or, or right yeah. in that area so um, he seems pretty comfy guy, there that that would seem right another guy who seems like right. not not the biggest personality in the room but that's okay he'll be even keeled to finish top like what, what would be more appropriate than a t36 finish for for chris kirk and the players that's yeah fair. I think that's actually what he did like a couple of years ago. He was like top five heading into the final round. And then he had like an 80 on, on uh, <laughs> Sunday. I think like he barely hung on for like a top 40. So yeah. that'll be very, has issues fixed up. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I have, I have a bunch of top thirties. Obviously I mentioned Hatton uh, plus plus one ten. Uh I made a case for Cam Young last night. Obviously he doesn't really fit the blueprint of what you're looking for. Like bomber, you know, that inaccurate, stuff like that. But, I mean, he's got that third-place finish at Harbortown, so I know he can club down and plot around on a Pete Dye golf course and have some success. I looked at what he did last year, so he was in the bad wave. He was three under heading into 16. And I think, if I recall correctly, what happened before they stopped playing was it just started downpouring, and he was caught in that part. I hit a really bad drive, uh, ends up bogeying that hole. And then I think he paused on 18 and then came back that day and then just made a mess of everything. So the fact that he actually was playing pretty well, uh, he was hitting a lot of fairways in that first round. So I think he can get around here. And, you know, I, you know, he showed really well last week at, at Bay Hill. There were some concerns with his round the green game. I thought he actually looked good around the green last week, you know, except for the times that he basically had a ball submerged into a bunker. Uh, I couldn't really get out. <laughs> that that was the worst lie of the week. Uh, that's the gold medal for uh, what happened to him on 17. But, you know, Cam Young, top 30, plus 110, I think. That gives me a little room in case he does decide to have just kind of a blow-up round. Um, I, I like him. You know, Keegan Bradley, top 30, plus 130. Uh, Corey Connors, top 30, plus 135. I mean, both those guys are mega chalk this week. Probably one of them is going to bust. Yeah, uh, it better be they, fucking Connors. 
Well, I'm, I'm hoping only one of those busts and the other one catches. So I'm actually a little ahead at that point. So, uh, so I took both those guys. I also got a mispriced Shane Lowry top 30 at two to one. You can actually still find Ooh, that on a uh, nice. pretty reputable book. Uh, if you'll look for it, that's irreputable or reputable, a uh, reputable. Okay. Yeah. So a, a well-known book. So you can go find that. And then there's, uh, lots, of, there's lots of shady books. That are well no, this, just saying. this this one's uh has a stamp of approval from the governor of New York, so uh, <laughs> okay. you're okay. Uh, and <laughs> so then some, it must be fine. And then some top forties. Obviously, I mentioned Justin Saw plus one seventy five for top forty. I actually wish that was like two to one or north. Or I was kind of surprised I was only getting a one, but I, I for all the reasons Johnson, I, I like him. Um, so this is never a reason why to gamble on a guy. I feel like Tommy Fleetwood owes me some money after what happened last week, considering how well he hit the ball and he couldn't hit a putt. So. I'm going to go back to him. He owes me uh, that top 40 ticket from last week at like plus 125. He's plus 135 this week. Been really good at TBC Sawgrass, really good in Florida golf courses. Hit the ball fine last week. Can you just hit a putt on some uh, overseeded greens? Please, please, please. I, I would have been so tilted because I, I had Fleetwood in a matchup. Mm. Thank God it was against Seamus Power. Because <laughs> that was the only fucking way that matchup was cashing. Yeah. And at one point I was like, he can't fuck this up, right? Like it's still trending to the way. I'm like, dude, you can't blow this match up. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like Fleetwood this week, man. Well, yep. All right. And then uh top 40 Adam Scott plus 155. I thought that was a good price for him. He showed a little signs last week. He kind of got lost a little bit on the weekend, but was playing pretty well through two rounds. Uh really good at sawgrass. Obviously a former winner here, but a lot of like solid consistent. You know, top 20, top 25 finishes through the years. Uh, I'm going to pretend like he was on the bad wave last year, even though I know he wasn't and still missed the cup. I'm going to pretend because it's my narrative. But uh, um, he actually, the reason why he missed the cut last year, I think he took a nine on 18 in the first round. But then the net and round two, he shot two under. So if it wasn't for that, he actually would have made the cut. And, uh, you know, who knows from there? So uh, Adam Scott, top 40, plus 155. And then I got a couple other bets on a guy that's going to be my FOMO bets of the week uh, that you'll hear about tomorrow night. All right. All right. So you got any matchups you want to talk about, John? Do you like anything yet? Um, I I don't think I'm going to bet matchups this week, but I will say because I I just continue to look through the top 40 board. Cause like the more we talk about this, the more I'm like, I'm poking holes in every top 20. So I might just bet all top 40. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Dietrich is uh, plus two thirty for a top 40. I'm looking at oh, that's not bad. That's not he's bad. finished. That's pretty good. Thomas Dietrich has finished top 40 in I'll say it out loud in seven consecutive events. How you said it out well, loud. that's not quite loud. true. Cause it he had a withdraw. WD there. Oh, where did he? I, I made a very compelling argument about some obscure golf yeah. course in Germany. They did well. I had him in my fucking one and done. He fucking <laughs> four putted from three goddamn feet and then withdrew. <laughs> that was a tough scene. Okay, like, if it's not, here, if it's not in Fantasy National, did it actually happen? That's true. Yes, yes, it actually happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As someone who had a top twenty matchup. <laughs> All types of shit on. I think I even had him fucking outright that week. Yes, it fucking happened. I promise, John. I promise. The, money, the real money that I put down was gone. <laughs> you don't get you, you don't get a refund for a withdrawal. I don't get a refund. I, no, I I don't have legal books. I have local books, so I can't cry to them. My my guy got injured. Can I please get a fucking refund? No, no. Haven't you learned that too much? Thomas Dietrich's bad for your health, buddy. Everyone's gone through it. <laughs> I smoke a pack and a half of cigarettes a day, a trash baggage in a week, and I bet on people who can't pot. You think Dietrich is my biggest problem? 
<laughs> I got plenty of American losers that have cost me more money than fucking Dietrich. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Uh, all right. Got it. Yeah. Anything, uh, Capper, do you have any matchups? All right. So no matchups. No matchups. All right. What about first round leaders? Okay. Oh, I've got some first round leaders. Come on. Give them to me, baby. Okay. I can't, I can't, I can't do mine yet, but I'll let you know if I agree with them or not. Let's put it that. Okay. I've got five. Um, right, I'm like running it. back the co-first round leaders last year. So I'm going back to Tom Hoagie. I'm going back Love to it. Tommy Fleetwood. Um, Love one of them. <laughs> um, I, I'm going Sung JM at 55 to one. Uh, we throw away last year, the year before he shot two rounds of 66, who was either like the, the round of the day or co round of the day, uh, twice. Yeah. So he can go low. It's Bermuda. I don't usually yeah. go as low as 55. I usually go all bombs, but I, I, I like that fit. And that was kind of like a FOMO, like it couldn't make it on the outright card. So we'll go first okay. round leader. Uh, Sahith 70 yeah. to one goes low everywhere. He's, I look back to, he's been first round leader or, or one stroke of first round lead in like three of his last seven. So he's close always only, close only ca- counts in horseshoes and hand grenades for to be a first round leader. You need to be the first round leader. He is trending towards the top on third. He's on the wrong trend of the <laughs> trend. Um, Sheamus is my last one. 95. All right. Uh, all right. So we got one in common. So we get, we got to hope Fleetwood hits at 75 if we want to enjoy it together. All right, there we go. Uh, well, I, I missed the trend that you guys are chasing too. So that's at least yeah. I got one, I guess, from yeah, that. Exactly. There you go. And dude, you know, Fleetwood's been first leader twice here in fucking four years. That's, that's right. right. So that would make it three of five. Three of five. Now that's that would be fucking trend. nuts. There you go. Yeah. So all right, uh John, uh thanks for coming on our show. Really appreciate it. You gave out some really uh, good nuggets tonight. Uh where can we find you? Yeah, thank you guys. Always a pleasure to be on with you. Um, you can find me on the lines.com uh, for my written work and starting to do a little bit of, of YouTube content as well. So you can follow along the lines YouTube channel for any of those video previews as well. But that's it. That's it for me. Thank you guys. And, the, and he, uh, don't undersell the best fucking Twitter handle in the golf, in the golf Twitter scape. I mean, you got PGA tower. Like that's the best, that's the best handle. So easy. <laughs> it's true that, that, that is a fact. That is where you can most easily find me is on Twitter. Unlike, unlike Steve. So yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, hold, oh, I'll but, hold down the fort for both of us. Oh, but Steve's on TikTok now. Yes. Apparently oh, I'm, a, I, I'm a TikTok star now. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like Ron Swanson finding out he was on Vine. And I'm like, all right, delete all pictures of Steve. Give me off TikTok, baby. Is the god of golf your TikTok handle? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. John, thanks for coming on, baby. It's always it's always a pleasure. Oh, wait, are you are you end up coming down to Florida for your bachelor party? I'm actually going to Montreal for the bachelor party, movie. but. Okay. A little, right. not as Much warm, better. but you know, we'll, not as warm, but uh, there's certain establishments that are very, very nice up there. We'll have some fun one way or another. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Ponte Vedra, not Ponte Vedra. Um, that's where you are. Um, Pompano yes. beach <laughs> is where um, my fiance's family has a place. So when I am down there, I'm usually okay. in that area. Nice. All right. Good stuff, man. All right. Well, John, thanks again, man. Uh, and then uh, other than that, uh, you guys know where to find Steve. Uh, he's on the Discord channel and uh, chopping it up. I go in there every once in a while, but then one of you guys triggers me by mushing one of my bets, so I got to leave. Uh, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. Other than that, baby, it's the fucking Players Week. Uh, I'll be there this weekend. Uh, I'll tweet out where I'm at. If anybody's there, hit me, get up, uh, hit me up, go get a beer together, uh, or 
probably a lick of drink. And uh, other than that, just break them fucking bucks.